Welcome to the My Rules of Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, really just a couple of topics. And I want to certainly give a shout out to a couple of folk. Connor Sites Bowen, long-standing podcast listener, has emailed me about this particular recording with regards to terrain. I'll talk a little bit about that, but it's not a primary topic. And also Ted Roy, who's a long-time participant in Model Rail Radio and also noted in last night's Model Rail Radio recording that he really likes what I'm doing with My Rules of Better. And it's always good to get these, I don't know, just occasional occasional prompts indicating that you're moving things in the right direction with regards to recording podcasts. Connor mentioned that he thinks the nature of building terrain is no longer part of wargaming or has been reduced in wargaming. He provided a YouTube video. I watched maybe the first five minutes. I really wasn't into the YouTube video. I have a lot of, I don't even know what one call it, I guess laser cut wood kit stuff that I've built in the past three years for the games at work. A wide variety of broken down buildings, country house, a bunch of fences, a whole lot of stuff that's come in wooden kit form that's required, assembly, painting, you know, it's just taken time and effort and produced beautiful things that are perfectly utilizable in a variety of different games. And my perspective is that that whole thing hasn't slowed down. I mean, I don't think, I don't know, the whole thing just struck me as really strange because it certainly doesn't resonate with my own experiences that people are no longer making terrain for war games. So an interesting thought, Connor, but not one that I really shared. The lead pile, I don't know. I've taken out miniatures recently. I have reflected heavily on the nature of what lead rot is. I mentioned lead rot briefly when I met Steve Jackson and Ian Livingston, and I've done more research online, and what I consider lead rot is the miniatures turning into like little lumps of coal. They go black, in fact. And the lead rot that's described online, or at least the majority of the stuff online, appears to be lead oxide, which is white. So I'm wondering what the black coal-like miniatures I have are, what kind of crazy thing this thing is if it's not standard textbook lead rot. But in parallel to this, it also notes that humidity is really the enemy of old lead miniatures. So I went and bought a bunch of these, I I think they're called, I don't know what they call, kind of desiccation pouches or whatever that suck water out of foodstuffs and this kind of stuff, and started peppering that through my miniature boxes, the boxes that I store my miniatures in. And that's a great experience because it gives me an opportunity to actually open up the boxes and go through them and add these little, I don't know what we call them, packets, I guess, in at various levels. And it's actually really edifying going through the painted miniatures that I have. It's something that I find very cathartic and actually gives me a sense of the, the value, I guess, the intrinsic value that these things have. It also reminds me, each of these figures that I've sent off and had painted at one time or another has happened at some time in my life. And I kept, I don't know what happened to this, but I kept paper records for a period of time that had all the correspondence that I had with Fred Reed and others in printed out form. And that was one of the things that was lost in one of the many moves. So I don't really have a very good written history associated with a lot of these figures. They're more an emotional history that comes from them. Some of the top ones, the Kirill Kennebs, for example, are actually published. So they're part of books that Carol has written about painting miniatures, which is wonderful to have. So I have those books to reference with the figures. But a majority of them are just a lot of Fred Reed painted figures. And now, I wouldn't say increasingly, but I don't know. 
Maybe a fifth of my collection is recently painted stuff. Hopefully moving to probably about a third of my collection when I get all the recently painted stuff back. But just going through miniatures is a, a wonderful thing. And it's very cathartic. It also makes me reflect rather sadly that the intention of these things is to play with others. And in large part, a lot of that has not been done. For my birthday, which was a few weeks ago, I purchased a Tyranid army that I saw on eBay, a kind of crazy bug-looking creatures, in part inspired by HR Giga, but really more Games Workshop's own, I don't know, creation in some regard. Anyway, this was a shooty Tyranid army. Most of the Tyranid armies are for close combat, getting in and doing a lot of savagery with claws and mouths and other things. But this is a shooty Tyranid army, which was a strange thing to have. Anyway, I've reflected that my miniature collecting hobby is so multi-layered, but some of it is about capturing elements of time. I've been back in contact with Fred Reed recently. His name is Justin Reed. He doesn't paint miniatures anymore, but for a good number of years, he was my primary miniature painter, certainly when I was in the UK. And he's building an orc syringe for me, which I think will take months to make. He makes these elaborate costumes now. That's very much what he does. He builds costumes for people. And it makes me reflect, actually, a lot of the miniature painters that I knew in the UK and some of whom I have commissioned works from ended up working in costuming, either for the BBC, Doctor Who, you know, these kind of things following. But it's just wonderful being in contact with Fred again because, you know, we had somewhat of a friendship for a period of time. In addition, I've been reflecting on game stores, and I've been reflecting on game stores primarily because I've been traveling to Southern California and will continue to travel to Southern California for some time now. One of the game stores I really wanted to see, a game store called Aero Hobbies and Games, which in its prime, well, maybe three, four years ago, was featured in a video with the Game of Thrones star Macy Williams, where she pretends to be a regular employee of the game store and, you know, selling Game of Thrones related role-playing stuff or miniatures or what have you. So the thing that caught me about this video was that there were a large number of miniature cases that were in this game store. And I thought, wow, that's going to be a game store that I want to check out if I'm ever in Southern California and have a bit of time on my hands. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Southern California with a bit of time on my hands and I went by Aero Hobbies and Games. It's in Santa Monica and it's going out of business. (laughs) So I walked into this thing and it was... Very similar, actually, to my experience with some of the game stores in the UK. It looked like it had been robbed, but this was very clearly like it was being robbed for an end purpose. But all the miniature cases, and there were a number of miniature cases. I tried to estimate for my wife how many thousands of miniatures were on display. You know, I was in the kind of five to 7,000 range just on sheer volume, but I probably got it wrong. There was a huge number of miniatures, historical miniatures, a lot of like old Warhammer 40,000, a lot of old Warhammer fantasy just in cases, just amazing stuff. I mean, the painting quality eh, wasn't really there, but you knew that there was just a lot of interesting lead that was there. And I found some Citadel journals, and I found a couple of Wargames Illustrated, older magazines. I brought these up to the counter and asked the fellow if any of these miniatures were for sale. He said, uh, you know, we have an Instagram account. I've not been able to track down the Instagram account. The store doesn't have an Instagram account. He personally doesn't have an Instagram account. It's really strange when people tell you these things and you can't actually map that onto anything. Anyway, no ability to access anything that was for sale. I said, oh, that's an interesting Hobbit army pointed down. 
He pulled it out, and it was about a hundred of the early Games Workshop hobbits. Or, you know, well, that was the main force. A fellow with a standard with, I think it was called eggs and bacon or something, on the standard. And he said this was painted by someone who's no longer with us. And I thought to myself, this is so interesting, this game store that has so much history but is now soon to be no longer with us. And I've read a lot of the stuff online. You can look up this game store online. And the fellow just basically said they'd have to move because the place they were in was getting bulldozed down. And for whatever reason, he just didn't move the store. Instead, I think he's packing up his miniatures and taking them away. But I had this thought. I saw something of myself in the sky surrounded by his miniatures, <laughs> which was really very profound. And also the whole interaction where, you know, I'd gone there. I actually literally took a case down to buy some miniatures at this place, buy some painted miniatures. And having had that experience with him and having had a sense of the loss that this game store closing would have for this community, I was just, I don't know, I was just a little bit in shock, actually. We had quite a bit of driving to do after this, and I had a long conversation with my wife associated with all the elements of going into this game store and seeing it. As you look on its Facebook page, it's, you know, tens of happy kids playing games in the evening and adults. And this is just like an epicenter of joy. No more. And also you could see the psychology of the owner, both in the video interviews, there's a bunch of interviews of him online, all the, you know, text interviews and stuff. And I just thought, what is this thing? What's happening to this thing that these game stores that are, you know, epicenters are going out of business? And part of it is fighting the good fight. I mean, part of it is you've obviously got the online thing, but part of it is actually maintaining game stores. And chronologically, I think my birthday happened first. So chronologically, I hit up maybe three, four local game stores here. And I've talked very highly about the game stores in this area, but none of them actually covered anything that interests me. They're all very big on, you know, the new Games Workshop stuff. And a lot of, like, Star Wars and things like that. It's all very cute. And Game of Thrones, funnily enough. <laughs> so, all stuff that doesn't really interest me. Lots of plastic. Lots and lots of plastic. So, you know, these epicenters, and they're, you know, they're busy with that question. They've got a lot of people playing a lot of stuff. But none of it really interests me. And the one game store in Mountain View, Game Castle in Mountain View, that had a really small historical section, of which I made numerous purchases in historically, that's no longer has historical. It has a very small, in fact, it has basically exactly the same box sets of historical that I looked at previously and wasn't interested in, but in ever diminishing number. And the other game castle, which I think is in perhaps Fremont or Union City, that used to have a wide range of interesting historical stuff as well. And I think I bought that when I was last there, maybe 18, 19 months ago. So I'm starting to wonder what this thing is, whether it's just something which is monastic in nature it's just something that you know these these stores are no longer going to be there so it's for those of us like kind of collecting and piecing and going on ebay and all this kind of stuff i mean is that where this thing lies now in parallel to this for my birthday i bought a bunch of osprey books and i think wargaming and osprey books go pretty heavily hand in hand but i've just been flicking through them i bought one which relates to the death of hitler and debunking the you know, Hitler in Argentina side of the new history of the Second World War. I find the new history of the Second World War really fascinating. In particular, the rewriting of Nazi Germany as being slightly better now. More stuff has come in the fall of the Soviet Union. There's very curious juxtapositions now in histories 
being written about that period. Anyway, not necessarily a historical podcast. So what do we do without these game stores? Well, what do we do with the game stores that are still there? I don't know. But there's still Brookhurst Hobbies in the area of LA that I'm going to be spending some time in. And Brookhurst I've been to once. I didn't get to this trip, actually. I was absolutely exhausted for the one day that I had off, which is a a theme for a long funk coming up as well. So I didn't get to Brookhurst. But I think certainly Brookhurst will be the epicenter of my time in LA as I spend more and more time in LA. Because I think I certainly liked what they were doing. Ironically, Brookhurst is right by Heron Stone, who used to, I used to record like seven, eight years worth of podcast recordings with Heron Stone. He lives very close by Brookhurst. But I'm probably more inclined to go to Brookhurst than I am to meet up with Heron Stone. So a footnote for those that have remember Stone Ape at least. So yes, these are just my thoughts on a Sunday morning. And there'll be more recordings coming up. I need to set up cameras and do things. Part of this travel, which is ongoing, is that when I have weekends at home, they're usually like recovery <laughs> to washing clean clothes, kind of get ready for the next uh, round of escape kind of things. And yeah, my workday life uh, in the evenings, weekdays, there's not a lot of time to do kind of planning and design and other things. And the light levels aren't great. So my plan is to break out the orcs versus humans I don't know. Probably it'll happen at least once or if not twice in November. But I am doing quite a bit of travel in between. And hopefully I'll have a review of Brookhurst Hobbies coming shortly.